Welcome to the Davenport Pulse, a podcast aimed at connecting citizens to their local government. Together, we will explore important issues impacting our neighborhoods and community through conversations with residents, city staff, and elected officials. Davenport is the urban pulse at the heart of the Quad Cities, rich in history and character, where folks with the Midwest mentality plant personal and professional roots. Come explore with us the people, places, and programs that make Davenport home. Welcome back to the Davenport Pulse, everybody. Today we have our dear friend, Becca Niles, with us. She is the Community Outreach and Experience Manager with Parks and Recreation. Hello. Thanks Hi, for Becca. having me on. Thanks for joining us. We're happy to have you. So let's give the listeners a little bit of background about yourself um, and your career with Parks and Recreation before we dive into questions. Sure, sure. Um, I actually took a pretty unusual route to get into Parks and Recreation. I actually have an undergraduate degree in graphic design and realized um, in my last year, I was a TA for a lot of my classes and I really loved working with other students and kind of the teaching side more so than the actual creative and implementation of design. And so when I graduated, I decided I wanted to be my kindergarten self and be a teacher. And started looking at teacher credentialing programs, realizing I didn't have a lot of experience working with kids at the time. Mm -hmm. So I started volunteering at youth agencies around Sacramento, California, which is my hometown. And one of them was this place called Fairytale Town. And if you're from Sacramento, you know Fairytale Town. Everybody grew up going there. It is the place to be in Sacramento if you are 5 to 11 years old, really. Sounds magical. It is great. It's a nonprofit agency. It's a children's park. Everything is static sets. And it's a lot of it is grandfathered in. So you have the old school metal corkscrew slides. Um, nothing mechanical at all. And it's all based on nursery rhymes and fairy tales. Um, so I volunteered there during the summer doing educational workshops with the kids, helping out with special events, a lot of it really leaning towards the recreation side of the industry. I was getting ready to be done with the volunteering. I was turned down for the teacher credentialing program because I just needed still a little bit more experience working with kids. Mm -hmm. I went to the program manager, the volunteer manager at the time, and asked her about if they were doing any part-time, take it on as a second job on the weekends, just to keep me in that environment. She looked at me and she said, we're not hiring, you know, we're not going to be hiring our seasonal because we're heading into the fall and the winter, um, but I'm leaving. You should apply for my job. Oh. <laughs> and I was, I had that same exact reaction. <laughs> I had never done really anything. There was nothing on my resume that would look like I was qualified other than that I had been volunteering there for about 10 months mm -hmm. and the staff knew me because it's a small staff nonprofit. And miraculously, I went through three interviews, one of them being in the King Arthur's Castle. This is my favorite story to tell. <laughs> with a panel of 10 people. And it, there is a round table there. And I sat in the center of the oh, round table. Oh, no. On a bench that's for a four-year-old. <laughs> I am five foot seven. And they sat on the outside of the round table. So as I was... Ask answering questions, I had to pivot right. left and right, pivot, um, 
to make sure I was making eye contact with everybody that was on my interview panel. Oh my gosh. Intimidating. It was. Fortunately, I knew everyone well, that, because yeah, I had been volunteering. Um, and I ended up getting the position and I was there for five years. And I absolutely, that's when I fell in love with recreation because recreation is a really great way of engagement, education, inspiration for people. And you don't have to be a teacher um, to do that. And so if you have a passion for education and bringing quality of your life to the community that you work in, mm-hmm. it is a wonderful avenue for that. And I have been in recreation now for over 20 years. That's amazing. So you grew up in California and now you were in Iowa, brought you here. I was uh, finishing up my dissertation with Arizona State University and was living in Phoenix. I was there. I moved there in 2018. Um, And it's not the first time that I've lived outside of California. I did live in Eastern Europe for a couple of years when I was a Peace Corps volunteer. Very cool. Thank you. And um, so I was in Phoenix. Uh, Desert life does not agree with me. Um, I'm not down for the 120 degrees Mm -hmm. at 2 o'clock in the morning (laughs) for three months. Um, And I started looking for work. I I finished all of my coursework for my dissertation for my PhD, and I'm just working on the dissertation itself. And I realized that being in the age range that I am in, we're not going to say, it was difficult still being a poor student. It's hard to go back to that lifestyle again. Mm -hmm. (laughs) And I missed, especially with some of the pandemic and the isolation that came from that, I really missed being part of a community, being part of a team, being around others, honestly. I loved my roommate at the time. She's my best friend. And we got along really well. But it was just me and her. Mm -hmm. And I missed people. And so I started looking for work, specifically getting into more of the community engagement, community outreach side. And I happened to come across this job posting with the city of Davenport, Parks and Recreation, and it was for the community outreach position. And I was super excited, did a lot of research because I will admit I'm Californian Mm -hmm. and we all think (laughs) our, our state is the best. And I did not know anything about Iowa. Right. Other than corn and yep. snow. Um, so I did some research and really liked the city of Davenport and looking at demographics, looking at um, proximity to other outdoor spaces. I'm big on outdoor recreation. So the fact that there's tons of hiking trails around here, it's adjacent to a river. Because, again, I remind you, I was living in Phoenix mm-hmm. where water is scarce. And I'm a girl that grew up around a lot of trees and waterways. So it's nice to kind of have, be back in that area again. And was a, amazed and just gobsmacked when I did the interview. I got really excited about the people that I met, Miss Jerry being one of them. Oh. <laughs> and got very excited about it and was offered the job. And three weeks later, I was here. I bet you never imagined yourself to be living in Iowa, but we're so happy to have you here. I, if you had told me 20 years ago that I would eventually be living in Iowa, I would probably not believe you, but it mm-hmm. honestly has been one of the best decisions I've ever made in my life. <laughs> They're looking at each other and they don't believe me, but it's really true. I love it here. As it's negative 15 outside today. Right. <laughs> 
Okay, so there is just tons that falls under the umbrella of parks and recreation. Uh, can you kind of dive in, give us maybe a high level overview sure. of what's included in um, the community services? Yes. Yeah, so um, we are divided into three divisions. We have our recreation division. Those are the uh, classes, uh, aquatics, um, any of our swim lessons, our learn to skate lessons, our junior theater lessons, those the classes, the camps. Um, that's also our special events. That really falls under the division of recreation. And then we have our parks division, and those are all of the incredibly hardworking staff that are out there every single day doing maintenance on our trails in our parks. They're making sure that the lawns are mowed and that the trees are trimmed. They're the ones who are emptying the trash cans. They're the ones who currently right now are planning out what our snow removals are going to be in our parks to make sure our parking lots are accessible, making sure benches and seatings are accessible. They do all of our facility maintenance, um, janitorial so there's just, they're the quiet ones. They tend to be behind the scenes, mm-hmm. but they do amazing work to keep our parks and our trails and our facilities looking really, really great. And then we have our, in um, with us, we have our revenue facilities, and that is the River's Edge Ice Rink and our three golf courses, Duck Creek, Emise, and Red Hawk. Um, they're considered revenue facilities because they a lot of the money that they bring in, it helps out with their own operating budgets. So it's not reliant on city funds as much. And um, we ha- so we have a, a team that oversees that, but they it all three divisions work closely together. You can't put on a recreation program without the support of your park operations and maintenance guys. They're the ones who help transport the supplies from one side of the city to the other. Mm-hmm. They're the ones who help us get pop-up tents set up and tables set up, and they help us break those down at the end of an event. They're the ones who make sure that we have proper heating and AC in our buildings so that we can offer these programs and not make spectators or participants uncomfortable. Um, with our revenue facilities, there's a lot of cross-sharing between staff, whether it's maintenance staff or even programming staff, uh, customer service staff. We're all in it together. And then I have my position, which is more of the administration position. Um, and there's a team of us um, that kind of help support administratively between our accounts payable and receivable, our administrative assistant, the director himself, and myself. Um, I kind of work with everybody. So I support the entire department, not just one division. Very cool. So with you working with everybody, what has been your favorite uh, part or exposure to your job here in Davenport? Kind of circling back to the reason why I started looking for a job, I really missed making connections with people. And I am a big proponent and believer of how much parks and recreation positively impact people's lives. And I think we've really got to see that since 2020 and the thing that happened in 2020 Mm -hmm. um, and parks became a refuge for people to be able to get out of their house in a safe manner and still be able to see people because you're in a nice big open space. Um, It also gave a space that was a replacement for going to the gym. You were able to do your fitness and do your workouts outdoors because your gym was closed. We have, you know, the trails, we have walkways, we have bike paths. People picked up new hobbies that led them outdoors. It's also the connection with nature and just being out outdoors and away from the TV and away from the screen 
I think, affords you an opportunity for better mental clarity, mental health. And then you have your recreation programs, which is an opportunity to start learning new skills, new hobbies, just a way to expand your interests. So my favorite part, <laughs> I got way far away from that. It's all right. Well, you're passionate about all of it. It sounds like, I mean. I am very passionate about yeah. all of it, but it was being able to start working with like grassroots community members again and bringing to them knowledge and understanding about what parks and recreation can do for them. Mm-hmm. A lot of times um, parks and recreation partly blame the TV show. <laughs> we are considered the fun department. We just put on the parties. We don't have measurable impact. Um, but I think that sometimes because we're so busy just doing for others that we don't do for ourselves sometimes. And that's kind of something that I want to bring is to start sharing how much impact we are having and the positive things that we can bring to a community, to a neighborhood, to a group, or just to a space. So you touched on River's Edge a little bit. Um, I remember River's Edge uh, for the ice rink growing up, we would go there yep. all the time. And that's what I remember most about River's Edge. What other things do you offer at River's Edge for those who don't know? So among some the figure skating and hockey and ice skating that we have and public skate that we have on our main ice rink, we also have the turf, which used to be a second sheet of ice and several years ago was converted into a multi-sport um, turf area. And it's incredibly popular, especially during the winter months when the golf courses are closed. We have daily uh, driving range so people can still keep up their golf game. Mm-hmm. We have soccer teams that come out. We have baseball teams that come out and do um, hitting practice. We have uh, softball teams that come out. We've got rugby. So we have a lot of rentals, especially during the wintertime, in addition to our own league that we're running. Um, in addition to that, we do uh, host some of the figure skating competitions, a couple of the local figure skating competitions. And occasionally, the storm will come out and do some practice at the facility. Oh, very cool. What kind of leagues do you guys offer at River's Edge in the winter? In the wintertime, we have um, our softball. We have not softball. Um, <laughs> soccer leagues, indoor soccer leagues. And and we're getting ready to roll into basketball. Basketball will not be at River's Edge. It is at some of the um, local schools, but it is one that we host. We kind of house and then take out from River's Edge, if that makes sense. Are these leagues geared towards adults or children or both? It spans the the full age range. We do offer adult leagues. Um, Heading into spring and summer, we're going to have more adult leagues than we do youth leagues because we're offering more um, kind of starter sports programs Mm -hmm. in the summertime. Uh, But in the wintertime, we have both uh, youth and adult leagues that we offer in a variety of sports. So we've got for adults, we have volleyball softball and soccer typically are the three big ones for adults. What other things do you and programs do you offer for adults? So those that are over 18, most of our adult programming is in the form of the sports, but we do have a couple walking groups um, for the, for adults to join. Um, Some of our nature and garden are family friendly. Mm -hmm. Um, We have a lot of special events that are really geared towards just the full family. So we'll have some, we try to have something that's not just for kids, but for adults as well. 
Uh, we will be doing uh, movie nights this coming year. Movies, movies in the parks. Um, and then we have a lot for our adaptive and inclusive. <laughs> and uh, most of those are tend to be 14 and above. Adults for us, when we say that it's geared towards adults, tends to be 14 or 15 and over because we're trying to catch a larger, older audience. Sure. Um, we also have some self-defense. Um, we have some of our ballroom dance classes are for 18 and older. Um, yes. That's cool. Yeah. They're fun. I'm and sure your husband would love that. <laughs> I'll let him know. I'll reach out to him. So. Yeah. Kyle, we're doing ballroom dancing. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah. Very cool. So I know a big thing recently that um, came through the office and that you've been putting a lot of time into is mm. the Park and Recreation Guide. Um, this publication is full of all the wonderful programs you guys are going to be offering this spring and summer. Yes. Can you maybe uh, elaborate a little bit on some of the your favorite things that are in this program guide that maybe yes. residents might not know about or that are new? Yeah. So we have been working towards making this a little bit more user-friendly and more informative. Um, so a couple of the changes that we have done is uh, this one has kind of a general info section where we're highlighting it's not necessarily a recreation program or a facility, but it's some good things to know that are coming. One of those being uh, the scholarship, the youth scholarship is coming back again. So we've got a page with some information on that. We have a page of information on our kids pass, which is always a huge family favorite here in the Quad Cities. Um, we have a now hiring because I'm going to do a huge plug for the fact that we are getting ready to ramp up for our summer staff. And so we're looking for a variety of ages, skills, knowledge, and interests. We've got everything from aquatics to sports officials and referees. We need um, camp leaders, whether you're a lead or an aide, if you just like working with kids. Our Stepping Stones program is going to need some summer staff. Our AmeriCorps is actively, rec actively recruiting. Youth Corps is actively recruiting. If you are more introverted, maybe you're not as great working with people or if it's just not the thing that you're interested in, we have positions for you as well. We have a lot of stuff that puts you out kind of working on your own or maybe working with one other person and helping out with keeping our parks looking good. Mm -hmm. So our park operations are golf. If you like working on a golf course, we're looking for people there too. So we have a call out in the, in the guide for that. And then we got into um, one of the decisions I made when I came on initially was I really like keeping our special events front and center. Um, so I did end up moving that section up to the beginning, beginning because that one really affects the community as a whole. That is not limited to um, income. That's not limited to accessibility. It's not limited to age. It is open for everyone in our community to come out to. Um, so we've got some of our family favorites. Our Fed to Very Family Fun Days are coming back again. Those are always on the third Saturday of the month, starting in May. Um, back by popular demand is our Movies in the Park. We're going to have two of those later in the summer. One will be at our Andy Wittenmeyer Complex, and one will be at Fed to Very Park. New this year is our Family Spring Fling. So we've done the daddy-daughter dance, and we've done the mother-son formal, mm -hmm. but we wanted to have something that was a little bit more inclusive. So we've added in our family spring formal, uh, or spring fling, and uh, we've had a lot of interest in that. I'm always excited about our parties in the park. Those are great of events. Course. 
Um, me too. <laughs> I love those because it's an opportunity for me to be able to just kind of walk around and get to know neighbors specific Mingle. to that area. Yeah, it's sure. great. It was um, joining the team back in March of last year and then kind of jumping into the Party in the Park series was great for me because it was also an opportunity for me to meet other department staff yep. who I hadn't had a chance to get, interact with I agree. and start making some of those connections as well. Mm-hmm. So as a new employee, I had a double bonus of getting to not just meet neighbors and other community members, but also my fellow staff. Yep. Um, one of the big ones that I'm really, really excited about because I do have that love of outdoor recreation and I'm a big, I love hiking and trails. We are having, we are hosting an event this year that we're bringing back for, we haven't had it since 2018, I believe. And it's get out and trail and short it. The acronym is goat. Okay. <laughs> Greatest and, of all time. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> and it's, uh, it's a great way to tie in with our citywide summer theme this year, which is beyond the beaten path. So we are coordinating with um, some of our sister agencies like City of Bettendorf, their Parks and Rec, um, Rock Island, Moline, and a couple like Visit Quad Cities. We just had a planning meeting about how we can all set up stops along the Mississippi River Trail Mm -hmm. um, and a couple of our other connector trails that happen to go from one city to another and coordinate little stops for activities and prizes to get people to get out and trail that day. That's so cool. And that is going to be on May 7th. You talked about the Kids Pass and its popularity here. Can you expand on what is offered in that? Yeah, we have been um, in talks with a lot of our community partners. So the Kids Pass really is a way of keeping kids busy and giving them opportunities for them to explore Davenport. Um, part of the Kids Pass, which is only $50, it covers from Memorial Day through Labor Day. It gives them free rides on all of the city buses. It gives them um, admissions into the Figgy and the Putnam museums. It also gives them access to um, programs, you know, like uh, swimming, basketball at the YMCA. It also gives them access to home games with the River Bandits. Almost said River Cats because that was the AAA ball club in Sacramento. <laughs> um, it, you can go and play some bocce ball or do a practice round of golf at our Red Hawk golf course. Is anything included with the pools? Yeah, we have a free admission at both the Anuit Wittenmeyer Aquatic Center and at the Fedgevary Aquatic Center with your with your kids pass. So kids get in free um, with paid adults. Mm-hmm. Um, we also have free public skate with um, for, for the kids. Um, we also have... Uh, we set up a bunch of access to the turf. So we'll have activities on the turf during certain days of the week. Um, and then with your kids pass, you can come and join with that. That's so much. I mean, that's great. So much is included for $50 and yeah. it's the entire summer. Yeah. What's the age range for these kids? How young to how old? Uh, the age range is five to 18. So we're really trying to capture the, that kind of school age group. Mm-hmm. Um, and really, if you do, if you went and participated once in everything on there, you've already made your money back on it. Right. And this gives you the whole entire summer. When can families expect these to be on sale? Kids passes are going to go on sale March 1st. Oh, very cool. 
Everybody go buy your kids pass. Okay, I have a question for you. What do you think is a hidden gem that Davenport has that a lot of people might not know about or to you is super awesome that Davenport specifically offers or we have for as a amenity? So I have not had as much exploration as I would like to have had in the time that I've been here. And I chalk that up to I absolutely love my job <laughs> and I love doing my job. However, I have had an opportunity to hit a lot of our trails. I'm going to keep coming back to trails because I am an outdoor enthusiast in terms of trails. I absolutely love, love, love the Sunderbrook Trail. I And it's not a hidden gem. It's not one that people people know about the Sunderbrook Trail. Not as much as you think, though. It is a little hidden. It is. I think it's because it's a little further out, whereas, you know, you have... Goose Creek and Duck Creek trails, those are really kind of in through the center of town yep. or the, through, through the city, center of the city. Mm-hmm. Where I, what I like about Sunderbrook is that it's such a multi-use trail. You have the BMX element. You have horses on there. You have pedestrians. You have normal, you know, regular kind of cyclists. You can have just regular mountain bikes. You have pedestrians. I mean, it has it something for everybody. Mm-hmm. And um, I really appreciate that there is an area that is so close to the city, but you get there and you feel like you are miles away right. from an urban area. And that is something that, from a mental health standpoint for myself, that's something that I really appreciate. Mm-hmm. A big hit there that was put in a couple of years ago is the Ninja Playground. Also, like it blew up. Kids love it. Even yes. love it. Yes. <laughs> so that Ninja Playground, the nice thing about this obstacle course is it really, from a manufacturing standpoint, is geared towards kind of teens and and adults. And we've had a lot of requests for, as a parks department for mm. more and to have um, and to have ones that are maybe made for more geared towards the preteen. Mm-hmm. Um, to, that's a little bit simpler because. It is definitely a challenge if you have not had a chance to do it yet. I highly recommend it. It is fun, but you are going to break out in a sweat and you're going to be breathing pretty hard. You'll be sore the next day. Yes. (laughs) Um, So we do have plans and development to bring two more to uh, Davenport. Davenport Parks, yeah. Good. You heard it here first. So uh, keep an eye out. We'll be... uh, releasing some of this um, as we get further along in the projects. Becca, it's been really fun to have you here today. Uh, Thanks for joining us. And everybody keep an eye out for the Parks and Recreation publication that is out now. Get signed up. Thank you, guys. Thanks. (laughs) Thanks.